Naked Peeps and you're listening to The Naked Nerd. I'm The Naked Nerd himself. Welcome everyone. So, I'm back safe in my home um, from a long, long week of glorious relaxation and a very, I would say, liberating and exciting experience at the ACT News Club. Unfortunately, it's been marred by all these bushfires because of the amount of smoke that's been coming in. Um, returning home was an easy journey, but um, if I would compare it to some of the other people who have been experiencing bushfires, mine was probably the easiest. Now, over the course of the last couple of days, people have had, have had to evacuate uh, particularly around the south coast of New South Wales. They've had to evacuate their homes. They've had to evacuate towns. Um, and it looked like there was no end in sight in terms of help, in terms of what was going to be provided to the people. Now, I do have my opinions on this, but uh, before I get underway, I'd like to actually talk about a couple of things. So, um, to start off with, I'm going to be looking at New Year's resolutions, or as I call them, Nude Year's resolutions. I'm also going to be doing a bit of a review of the Nintendo Switch Lite, because I promised that in a, in a previous episode, but I didn't actually get, uh, get to it because of the amount of smoke, but also because of how much fun I was having with the people at the ACT Club. Um, so... Let's get things underway. So, firstly, let's talk about New Year's resolutions. Now, I like to say that I at least have a go at these New Year's resolutions, but realistically, day... I'm going to say day two. Day two, I don't really usually follow them. Um, because uh, I think it's that moment where you're like... Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Then they too, you're like, uh, maybe not. Um, there seems to be that thing where people, when they say they have New Year's resolutions, they say they go through it, and then something end up, ends up happening that, that doesn't allow them to actually continue the actual resolution itself. Now, I'm, I have gone through several uh, New Year's resolutions, including the obvious ones, uh, losing weight... Um, eating less junk food, um, drinking more water, uh, more exercise, um, being more social to, uh, more extreme things like, um, cutting out, uh, sugar altogether. Uh, that particular New Year's resolution was horrible because I, I tried it, I tried it for a good couple months was, it was good, but it was also pretty, pretty scary, because I felt like I was going through some weird emotional experience, um, but when it comes to New Year's resolutions, what are yours? Do you have any for this year, for 2020? Um, because let me tell you, with 2020, that means you have vision. Uh, 
Um, yeah, uh, I'm sorry about that joke. Uh, let's move on. Um, so, New Year's resolutions in general. Do you follow them? If not, then that's okay because you are not alone in that. Um, I actually was watching a video by a YouTuber, uh, Natalie Tran, uh, who goes by the pseudonym on, on uh, YouTube, Community Channel. And she actually made a video a, a while back about uh, news resolutions and perhaps there should be like news resolution police for those who say they're going to do things and then they actually don't. I myself uh, wouldn't like that because I have many New Year's resolutions that I don't particularly follow and I don't want to be uh, taken away by police be like, I swear I'm going to lose weight. I swear. And, and you know, um, who needs that kind of negativity on, your, on yourselves? Um, but uh, the point of that particular video was that um, people make a lot of promises about New Year's resolutions but don't necessarily keep them. And I think it's that motivation in, on like January 1st that gets you, but then when you really think about it, you're like, it, is it really worth it? Is it really what I need? Um, I know there's a few people out there who actually do follow up with their news resolutions and good on them, but yeah, it, it does take a lot of motivation and serious planning, I might add. Um, so... Do you follow re news resolutions yourselves, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, if not, then let me know. Um, one particular resolution I would like to basically add for me is to be as naked as possible. Um, obviously, I can't do that uh, in terms of my own working practice, but outside uh, uh, the world... I'd like to do that. I'd like to be able to be in touch with my physical self. Unfortunately, I can't do that at the moment. Uh, and it's probably going to be a while, and uh, at least close by, that went until I'm able to do so, because of these bushfires. Now, um, the bushfires themselves uh, have eased up, but not by much. Uh, where There's been several smaller fires uh, taking place. Um... So as I was saying to you before, uh, I actually was managed. I actually managed to escape most of the, of the situation of the, um, of the fires themselves because where I was, uh, there wasn't any direct blazes that uh, affected me personally, but there were a number of different fires, uh, far away. Um, from where I was in the ACT to actually uh, cause some uh, really uh, catastrophic issues with the air quality, uh, particularly as most of the fire, uh, most of the air, so most of the smoke from the fires um, around us uh, basically came to Canberra, and this caused quite a large amount of issues, uh, particularly in Canberra where Canberra's air quality was labelled the worst in the world. So, they basically beat places like Cambodia, not Cambodia, China, uh, actually, they beat Cambodia as well. Uh, they beat India, 
India. And India has known to have really bad air quality. So, yeah. So that's a thing. Um, the other thing that I like to mention is that uh, the smoke in itself, while it wasn't like um, the smoke and the fires... Um, sorry. It wasn't like the smoke from the direct places because there were, there were images of uh, people who were seeing basically sky-red uh, smoke uh, surrounding them, even when they were close to the beach where most people would need to be evacuated. Um, the smoke was so dense that people had to get on boats just to uh, escape the full... Uh, the full enchilada of this of the smoke itself. If you're still out there, um, in those particular areas of you've if you've evacuated, um, please stay safe because um, unfortunately it's only going to get worse before it gets better. Um, the actual RFS, uh, the Rural Fire Service, um, and basically. Uh, the the website uh, provided people with an, with a warning of the of evacuation. So basically, if you're heading towards uh, south, don't. Um, they basically told everyone to evacuate as much as they as they could. Now there's still fires going on, but um, they have gone from. Uh, emergency level to advice level. Um, there are still some fires... There are still some fires. Some fires is probably uh, an improvement. There are a lot of fires. So, at least in the southern half of... Sorry, the southern... The, the eastern half of Australia, there are, according to this app, 169 incidences... 169. Um, most of it in New South Wales and Victoria. Um, there are quite a number of fires in Queensland as well. Uh, but in comparison to New South Wales, it's not really that much. But the intensity is still uh, quite strong. For those of you who are in those particular areas, particularly around the south coast, uh, please take care. Please take care. Uh, follow instructions uh, in terms of uh, how to evacuate. Um, please seek shelter. Um, I know there are a lot of people who are uh, donating water, donating clothes, donating food, donating as much as they can. So, for, for uh, those of you who are in safe areas, uh, please find a way to donate. I'm going to donate myself. Uh, quite a number of clothes that I do not need. Um, and I'm going to be doing that over the next couple of days. Um, but um, you don't need to just donate clothes. You can also give money because, unfortunately, money is the only thing that really counts uh, in terms of helping these people to rebuild their lives. Um, some of these people have lost their homes. Some of these people have lost their towns. Um, and... It's something that I didn't want to have to 
see people experience in my lifetime, at least not at this catastrophic level. Um, and it has made me really uh, put things into perspective of how lucky I am, but it's something that I really hope people really think about because it's going to be a rough year for everyone. It's going to be a rough year. It's going to take a while, a long while, for people to recover what was lost. Um, now, for quite a number of people, uh, it's not just possessions that they lost. They've lost family members. And those are, that's one thing that you can't replace. You can't replace a family member. You can't replace the good times and the bad times that they had. You can't replace the memories of that of those people um even the the, the volunteers who died um i give all my respect to them and i like to say i give my thoughts to everyone but at this point thoughts are not i would say an active way of helping out just saying i'm thinking of you is not really an active way particularly now um, and the after the after effects of this of these bushfires, particularly with the smoke, and it's not just in the uh, in the bushfire areas; it's also outside. Yesterday, I came home um, to warm weather, to very warm weather, and uh, the southerly wind uh, cooled the area down, but the wind came with a lot of ash. The ash itself was very minute, but um, but if people are bringing that in, it's going to be causing people a lot of respiratory issues. I myself am asthmatic. Um, I've had to really be cautious of how much of this air I breathe in. But that's my take on everything, everyone. Um... I really want to go on to a rant on this particular issue, but there's no real point because at the end of the day, um, we really need to think about the people that are most affected and not the leaders who uh, who are taking action way too late. But moving on, everyone, uh, moving on to a more positive uh, part of the show, I'd like to talk about the Nintendo Switch Lite which I managed to purchase for Boxing Day. Um, the Boxing Day sales, which I managed to get quite a bit. Um, now, the the Switch Lite itself uh, basically says uh, what it is. It's a lighter version of the Nintendo Switch. Um, I managed to get the yellow uh, version of the, the Switch, of the Switch Lite. Um, I find it really fascinating. It reminds me more of the days of when I had the, uh, not just the DS, uh, but of the days when I had the Game Boy Advance. But the screen in itself, it's actually really powerful considering how much information it is, uh, storing. Um, that being said though, um, so for those of you who are unaware of the DS, DS Lite, the Switch Lite, um, it is not compatible with the, uh, with the charger of the, of the actual, uh, normal Switch, uh, I mean the actual, 
charger deck. Um, you can't actually slide it into the charger. Uh, it won't fit. You have to use the regular US, uh, I would say USB charger that it comes with. Um, now, with that in mind, it still has most of the capabilities of the Switch, minus the uh, controllers. The controls themselves are attached to the screen, so you can't actually take out the controls themselves. However, most of its functions are still pretty much there, um, including uh, being able to, to take photos of, of the game, being able to connect to the internet, being able to play most of the... Um, most of the Nintendo Switch catalog. Um, I myself have been playing Pokemon because I, I am a fan of Pokemon, as you all well know. Um, and it's something that I do like. Um, I would highly recommend it for those who do not have the Switch. If you do have the Switch in, in itself, um, I would say hold off. But if you, if you are like me and love gaming 24-7 but don't want to carry the actual Switch itself, then I would highly recommend the the Switch Lite. Um, now, the real t retail cost will vary from place to place. I managed to get it for $300, uh, $300 even, but you need to shop around. Um, the DS... Uh, the DS... See, here's the thing, everyone. When I heard the name Switch Lite, I immediately thought DS Lite. But, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Um, but it's available in all electronic shops. Um, please do uh, shop around in terms of price because um, you can always get a cheaper deal, everyone. And speaking of, of, uh, of positivity... So, while I was at Canberra, I managed to stop by at one of my uh, favourite stores I've ever heard of, um, Quizic Alley. Now, for those of you who do not know what Quizic Alley is, Quizic Alley is the Harry Potter store um, in uh, Fishwick in Canberra. Well, sorry, Fishwick in the ACT. Um, this uh, store, I'm not sure how long it's been open, uh, but it's been open for a while um, they have a wide variety of Harry Potter uh, merchandise, including Harry Potter slippers, which I bought three pairs of. I also managed to uh, buy a variety of Harry, Harry Potter bags, as well as a Gryffindor mat. A Gryffindor mat. Uh, or rather, a Gryffindor doormat. But it's, for me, it's a Gryffindor mat. Um, yes, so, I managed to buy quite a bit over there, but the store itself has quite a variety of different, uh, items, including Harry Potter mugs, Harry Potter t-shirts, jackets, uh, costumes, uh, jewellery, um, bags, ties, scarves. Uh, pop vinyls, uh, they even have their own little um, uh, corner of sweets uh, to basically uh, replicate honey jukes, um, which is uh, one of my favourite aspects of 
the Harry Potter universe honeydukes. Um, so, if you're ever down near Fishwick, uh, please head on down to uh, Quizzic Alley because uh, the staff are great. The staff are absolutely helpful. Um, the staff I actually had talked about how she was a Slytherin. Um, I'm a Gryffindor myself, but yeah, technically we're not supposed to be speaking with each other, but, you know, in the, the spirit of Harry Potter love, uh, it was all good. But the thing is, I would highly recommend this place to all my nerdy friends. Um, but, um, with that in mind, ladies and gentlemen, I'll end it at that. Um, so... A big shout out to everyone at the ACT News Club who are still there. Big shout out to everyone in the uh, Young News of Australia. I also like to add, oh yes, almost forgot. So Skype, um, I do have a, a new thing I'd like to try out. So for those of you who are nudists, for those of you uh, who would like to share their story with me, I am willing to do that via Skype. Um, so, um, if you are on Skype, uh, please look for me, um, with the name Naked Nerd. Um, you can also look for me on, um, uh, on Skype as Naked Nerd. Uh, you can also email me at nakednerdpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can also look at, uh, look and message me on Twitter and on Facebook. Um, just look for the Naked Nerd. Um, now, I'm going to try and do more interviews, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, one of the things I liked doing in the last episode um, at the club, which has had the highest number of uh, downloads uh, in comparison to all my other episodes, um, and thank you for downloading and thank you for listening, uh, it's something that I think I should keep on doing like just interviewing people so if you have a story to to share in terms of your own nudist or naked life please feel free to contact me um i can't guarantee that i'll get back to you straight away but i will try now until next we meet naked peeps uh, take care uh, drink plenty of water stay safe from the fires and smoke um Eat plenty of fruit, eat as much as you can, stay true to yourself, live nude, and be yourself, everyone. And this has been The Naked Nerd, signing off.